Hello everyone and welcome back to the Comedy Sock Podcast. We've taken a bit of time off, but now we're here again with a very special episode, our annual Freshers Sketch Show. Featuring five of the Society's newest members, along with a hessian sack full of brand new sketches from our writers' workshops. We've been working real hard on this for a while, so hope you enjoy. And if you're a student at the University of York and want to get involved with podcasting or the many other things Comedy Sock offers, keep an eye out on our Facebook page, at Comedy Sock, for updates in the new year. For now, no, thank you very much for listening and enjoy the podcast. see Jimmy around here anywhere? I'm supposed to be meeting him soon. Oh, you didn't hear? Well, uh, let's just say you won't be seeing Jimmy anytime soon. Why not? Well, Jimmy ain't around there anymore. Where has he gone? <laughs> no, you don't get it. He's taken a permanent vacation. Eh? Oh, he goes someplace nice? No, no, no. I'll say it another way. Uh, Jimmy's been fitted with a pair of concrete shoes. Old-fashioned statement, but that don't tell me where he is. No. He's, uh, pop his clacks. Yeah, gotta take the old shoes off to get the new ones on. Now he's kicked the bucket. Yeah, well, kicking solid metals, why his clogs need replacing? Ah, uh, look, Jimmy ain't around there anymore. He's, uh, he's sleeping where the fish is. I didn't ask about his personal life. I asked where he is. I got that pack of cigarettes he asked for. Really? Well, uh, let's just say he's, uh, already had his last. He quit? Good for him. It's a filthy habit. No, he... He's smoked. So he hasn't quit. You're giving me some mixed messages here. No, I'm not. You're just you're just a couple cigarettes short of a full pack. Nope, got a full pack here for Jimmy. If you'll just tell me where he is. I can't do that. Why not? Because yeah, he's dead, all right? Oh, oh. Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> Come on, Peter, jump! Yeah, come on, Peter! Nice one. Alright, Simon, you're next. Yeah, come on, Simon, it's not that cold. Cannonball! Alright, just you left now, Jesus. No, no, I... I can't. Nah, come on, you big prick. Us twelve have all jumped in. Yeah, come on, Jesus. Don't be a wet wipe. Go on. Go on. Go on. Oh, shit. Oof. Um, uh, Jesus, mate, are you okay? Again with the water. You see, this is why I didn't want to do this. Judas, stop laughing, mate. This is serious. This is exactly what happened last time. Oh. Can't you, like, heal yourself, right? That's not the point! Just, just, not the point. just, just walk it off, mate. 
Just walk it off. Oh. Oh. Does this mean you're not coming along tonight, mate? Jesus? Ah. Looks like we're going to have to buy some wine after all, lads. They're still here, aren't they? Yep. Bloody tourists. Here I was thinking they weren't going to come no more. Quite right. They always make so much noise when they come here. And they're always on a phone call with someone at home. What's the point of coming here if they're always going to be on their phone? When are they coming with the locals? Not just the calls. They're also constantly filming themselves. It's just that vlogging thing. Yeah. Well, despite their affection for filming themselves, they never seem to take their cameras home with them. They just leave them here. You think that's bad? Once they left an entire flag here, acting like they own the place. Right, I've bloody had it up to here. Houston, so far the lunar surface appears smooth. Although there are a few craters due to... My God! Oi! I'm speaking to you! You don't want me to come over there, do you? <gasps> they freak out the first sign of us. Typical bloody earthlings. Thanks for staying late again, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, no worries, Larry. I'm just going to pop to the bathroom quickly, if that's all right. Yeah, of course, Carl. Fire away. You don't know how much longer we'll be working tonight, do you, Larry? Only a few more hours, I reckon. Although Carl will be heading off in a couple of minutes, so we might have to stay a bit later to cover the rest of his workload. Wait, what? Why does he get to leave early? Well, um... Oh, God. It's not this again, Look, look, it? look. Let's... Not get into this, okay? Carl just has a small condition that flares up every four weeks. At the full moon? Yes, at the full moon. Because he's a werewolf, apparently. Look, Carl doesn't like to put labels on anything. But this is getting... Paul, it's Carl's personal business. Is this really appropriate? Discussing a colleague's medical condition? Well, it is when we're the ones staying late. And all because Carl's a fucking werewolf. Right. Maybe... Let's not say that word. What? Fucking? No. Werewolf. Carl doesn't like it being used. What does he want to be called then? He just wants to be called Carl. He doesn't want this condition to define him. Right, so I'm just supposed to act normally around him. Yes. A couple of us have known for a while now, and if we're able to treat him like any other colleague, then I expect you to be able to do the same thing. Who else knows? Just me and Susan. Susan's been an absolute saint about the whole thing. And surely you can understand that this is quite a delicate situation and we don't want to step on anyone's toes. I just don't see why we have to tiptoe around the whole thing. And frankly, what's to say is not exaggerating or even making it all up. Susan, run! That Leave has obviously crossed my mind, but with these sorts of things, it's very tricky to ask for any proof. It's, it's a HR minefield. So we're just supposed to accept this and move on. Help! I don't Help! see why not. Other than staying late to cover Carl every now and then, I don't see how this inconveniences anyone. Susan, As no. long as it doesn't escalate, it's just the sort of thing that could get out of hand. Trust me, we've got a tight handle on the whole situation. Well, shall we get back to the documents then? Christ, there are a lot of them, aren't there? Oh. Uh, hi, Carl. We, we were just talking. I'm, uh, I, I'm very happy for you to leave early tonight. No, actually, you know what? I've been thinking, and there's only so much special treatment I can give you, Carl. What? Paul's right, yeah. 
Paul's right. I know tonight isn't great for you, but you're just going to have to stay late like the rest of us. Wait, hang on, Larry. No, no, no. You're right. Enough is enough. Now, come on in, Carl. Lock the door behind you, and we're not leaving till everyone's finished. Terry, good game today. Your team managed a 2-0 victory over your closest rivals. How do you feel? Yeah, chuff, mate. The lads really went out there and gave it their all. The foul in the 62nd minute caused a lot of controversy. Did you deserve to get sent off? I accept I fouled him, but to be fair, it's a bit harsh. I'm a very sportsman-like person, so I've gone over to apologise, but the lad has clearly ignored me. He was unconscious, Terry. Yeah, but I thought he was just a diver, because, you know, it's such a fast-paced game today, it's impossible to tell whether someone's conscious or not. And are you happy with the way you acted after the foul? No, but if people can't forgive me for beating a person to a pulp, then you're artless. Then he was given CPR, at which point I was like, yeah, we get it, he was fouled. I think people need to get over it and stop being so petty. Now people are saying the paramedics could have saved his life had you not intervened and how do you respond to that claim? Yes, I picked a fight with the paramedics and probably stopped them doing their jobs. But the lad could have died off anything else, like the awful damage he sustained to his liver. By you? Yes, by me. But also, being punched couldn't have done much for his heart. Also, by you? Yes, also by me, but... Let's be fair, he didn't stand much of a chance after being tackled. From your tackle that flung him ten feet in the air. Yeah, 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 but all in all, I think people will agree that I shouldn't stand here and take all the blame. The lad was 29, so I think it's fair to say that he already had one foot in the grave. Some would say it's unfair because the player didn't have the ball when you tackled him. I tried to take a corner, yeah, and the lad was clearly distracting me, so I've gone over to stop it. And people will say it's harsh, but I say, just because he's not on the pitch, don't mean you can't tackle him. Right. Are you going to the funeral on Thursday, then? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know me. I'm a very respectful person. The only thing that would ever stop me is the life sentence I might receive. Terry, thank you. Cheers, pal. Biguini, Biguini, uh, the critic is asking for a new recipe. Something you have not cooked before. A new recipe? C'est impossible. We have nothing. But if we do not serve him a new recipe, then they will shut down the restaurant. We will be the laughing stock of Paris. I have an idea. Oh, you surprised me. Why are you holding a rat? We should get the rat to cook the food. <laughs> I'm not sure. That sounds like a very bad idea. Perhaps he is onto something. I mean, it has not been done before. Come on, rat. Stir the soup. What can a rat even cook? Probably something cheese-based. The critic is known for his love of fromage. It is true. What I mean, a rat chef? Ow! Stop biting me. Where did you say you found it? Well, I was sat outside, yeah? And I saw it going through the bins, and I thought, hey, this reminds me of something. And then I brought it inside. Makes sense. Exactly. You mean to tell me you found this outside? Sacre bleu, that is disgusting! What are you doing now? I'm teaching it to chop onions. 
come on, use your right hands. Oh, no, that knife is too big. Uh, here, this knife is smaller. Thanks. What I mean, are you sweating a lot, no? Are you ill? It's fine, I've just got bitten a few times. I'm sure my vision will return. Zutalor, this is not good with the rat. Where is it gone? The rat has escaped? This is a disaster! Without the rat, who will cook the food? So, we now have a rat in the kitchen! It will infect the customers! This is it. We will be closed. If the critic doesn't ruin us, this will. It will be the end of Le Petit Linguini. Don't worry. I have an idea. You do? Why are you holding... Is that the same rat? No. You're fired. Makes sense. My dear child, you have your game. I've mastered the art of flight. Your bright eyes are the red of your victim's blood. All that is left is to teach you to hunt, as my sire did, and her sire before her, as has done since our line's beginnings in the old country. Oh, I don't, like, want to do that. And uh, how do you propose to feed if you do not hunt? You are more than old enough to be learning how to be independent. No, like, any of it. You know, like, hashtag don't want to eat people, sorry. And why not? It is as we have always done. And I see no reason for you to do any different. But like, well, I've been thinking about it. And there's this thing called protein powder the humans invented. Like, it looks a bit gross. But if you add it to a raspberry smoothie, you can totes pretend that it's blood. Or like green juice. And then it's like you're eating an alien, which is like majorly cool. Protein powder? Smoothies? Aliens? These newfangled frivolities of the cattle are beneath us. They cower before us. Fear the shadows that haunt the night to so easily end their miserable existences. Oh my gothic. Could you be any more cringe? Like, do you have any idea how sad that is? Like, the edgy blood black and bats deal is so old it isn't even lame anymore. What? Besides, apex predators as a food source is, like, totally unsustainable. Have you seen the energy and resource costs of raising an adult human? It's a total waste. How dare you take that tone with me? If I had spoken to my sire in such a manner, she would have locked me outside for the day. Now tonight, you will learn to hunt, or I will bury you in your coffin for a month. Bite me. And where do you think you're going? It's the middle of the day. You're going to burn if you leave now. Stick those frivolities where the sun shines. It's called Factor 50. Hello, this is Custom Services. How can we help you with your phone contract today? Hey, T-Phone Home. Thank you for contacting us today, Mr. E.T. Now, you said you were having some difficulty phoning home. Oh, really? Yes, we know this can be a very distressing situation, but we'll try to help you as quickly as possible. Now, could you tell me what plan you currently have? E.T. Home Phone! Ah, yes, a standard house landline. Um, now, it looks like you've been trying to make a lot of long-distance calls as of late, which quickly drains credit. Have you considered upgrading to our unlimited data plan? Yeah. It comes with unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and faster music streaming, only for $25.99 a month. E.T. home? Oh yes, this should be more than enough to help you phone home as much as you want. E.T. home? We're happy to help.
Thank you for calling ET Mobile. That was quick. You fixed their problem? Yeah, it was no trouble. It's just their first contact. Oh, hello, Timothy. Wow, my goodness. Look how big you've got, my dear. Yes. Yes, Auntie Mildred, I have grown a bit since you last saw me. Oh, but look how tall you are now. You look like a giant. I know, I know. I have grown a little bit since you last saw me, I guess. And last time I saw you, you were so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> small. So very small. Thanks, Auntie Mildred. I'll, I'll see you later. God, aunties can be the worst, can't they? <laughs> they sure can. How are you doing, Cousin Alex? Pretty good, yeah. I... Wait, hang on. Timothy, is that you? God, I didn't even recognise you because you're so tall now and oh, yeah. and you really weren't before, you know, because no. you, you remember what we used to call you, right? Yeah. We used to call you um, Tiny Tim. Yeah. yeah. But you're not tiny anymore, are you? No. You're really tall now. Yeah. Has anyone mentioned it? It has come up. Well, I'm not surprised. Of course it has. I mean, look how much taller you... Excuse me, excuse me. God for that. If I could have all of your attentions, please. I just wanted to quickly say how grateful I am to all of you for coming. I know family reunions can be awkward sometimes, but looking out at all of your smiling faces, I... Oh my God, Timothy, is that you? Yeah, it's, it's me. Hi, Uncle Bob. Oh my God. God, I barely recognise you. Yeah. You know, because you look so different now. Was I what? Look tall now. Oh, let's all look at Timothy because he's so tall. He looks enormous. Let's point that out. Oh, Timothy, you're so tall. Oh, Timothy, you're like the BF bloody G. I get it. I'm tall now, okay? So if you could all just move on. Actually... I was just going to say that you look different now because you grew that moustache. Oh. Thought it looked nice. Thanks. Although now you mention it, you are quite tall now, though. Fuck off. But so long as we meet next quarter's projections, then it shouldn't be too much of an issue. Well, anyone up to anything interesting over the weekend? Oh, yeah. Thinking I'm going to take my new Tesla out for a ride. Beauty of a car, real beast on the tarmac, and good for the environment too. I tell you, eco-friendly is the new sexy sexy. A Tesla? That is impressive. Me though, I prefer public transport. Not only does it keep more cars off the road, eco-friendly and all that, but it also helps keep you social. You want to talk about eco-friendly yet social? You should join my cycle group. Yeah, that's right, fellas. I cycle to work every day with a group of great lads. Not only am I being eco-friendly and social, but I'm staying fit too. Soon these guys will be able to crush watermelons. Ha! What about you, Tim? Hmm? Oh, no, no. You guys don't want to hear me rattle on about that. No, no, go for it. It really is interesting. All right, well, it's just this little thing I do, you know? It's not much, but it helps, you know? So what I do is... Every day I get up, get dressed, and uh, ride to work in a clown car. So... I'm sorry, you said a clown car? Yeah. As in a car for ruddy clowns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R- right, sh- sure thing, buddy. But what exactly do you mean? <sighs> I mean, every day I ride to work in a clown car with about uh, 50 other guys. 
Yeah, yeah. 50 guys in one car. Super efficient. Oh, you mean like a ride share, like a booba or whatever it's called. Sort of. So you share a car with a whole bunch of people for the environment. Sounds awfully uncomfortable if you ask me. Well, when it comes to being eco-friendly, there's nothing better than a clown car. Yeah, they're only about five foot tall, four foot wide. You can get about 30 to 60 guys in them. Real cosy and, uh, you know, social. Well, who the bloody hell are these guys then? I don't even think I know 50 people. Right, lads? Yeah. Well, you've got Stinky Steve, Geppetto, Bungus and Borgus, the Crash Bang Twins, Dr. Calgon, Ronald McDonald, Bozo the Thug, Wet Flannel MacGyver, Biscuit Boy, Zorro the Coconut Banger, Shit Ass, Mr. Chickenhead, Silip Bang, Soggy Waffles, a Naked Man with One Flip Flop and Phil. Although sometimes Biscuit Boy gets the tram. What? Those are all real people. Sound like blooming cartoon characters. Oh yeah, they're great fellas. Love to crack a joke or two. I'd like to think I've picked up one or two things uh, from them. Chow! Oh, here, mate. Have my handkerchief. Oh, thanks. Jesus, it never ends. I just want to blow my nose. Yeah, that's a good one. And to be honest, we've all become really close. Sticky Steve even gave me this flower today. Here, Peter, have a sniff, will you? Sure thing. My wife loves to garden, so I reckon I'll be able to identify this. Sploosh! <laughs> Something in your eye, Peter. Oh, God, that's the fifth time this week! Never gets old, that one. <laughs> now, if I've read this correctly, what you're saying is you share a car with clowns. Yes, sir. And you're beginning to act like them, too. Yep. And you do all of this just to be as eco-friendly as possible. Sure, why not? Blimey, how long have you been doing this? About a year or so now. What, you guys haven't noticed? Well, I thought it was pretty obvious. Though, that doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I'm still the same old me. Nothing about me has really changed that much. I'm still just your bog-standard co-worker. Hey, Tim, you're going to be late for your appointment. Best get your business boogie on, Hong Kong. Oh, golly, you're right. Anyway, I'm off, fellas. I've got a meeting with three watermelons and an oversized hammer, and I just can't cancel that again. It's a sex thing. It's definitely a sex thing. Hey, listen, we need to talk. Oh, hey, Joey. Is something wrong? Well, sort of, yeah. Well, my day but... has been a bloody nightmare, if you must know. So don't you come over here being the bearer of bad news. Well, no, no, no. Actually, there is some bad news. You see, there's a... Sorry, what? What's the matter? What did you just say? Oh, right. Well, my day's been a nightmare, so don't you start. No, 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 no. After that. What's the matter? No, no, no. Before that, about the bear. What? Oh! Don't be the bearer of bad news. A quite common piece of phraseology, Joey. You know, I think you may need a much firmer grasp on the English language to get through this day and age. Bearer. I'm sorry? It's not bear, it's bearer. Bearer? Yeah, bearer. Bearer than what, exactly? What? Bearer. As in, more bear? What do you mean, more bear? What bear? The one that brings the bad news, Joey. Do you think bears do that? Of course! All the worst news comes with a bear. Name one single time a 
bear delivered bad news. Oh, Joey, don't be ridiculous. How would a bear deliver news? Been seeing a lot of postman bears then, have you? Then what do you mean? A bear embodies the bad news. No situation has ever been improved with the addition of a bear, Joey. Thus, by their nature, bears are bad. Hence the phrase. What? No, okay, no. Not all bears are bad. What about, like, Yogi? What about Yogi Bear? Ah, yes. The serial thief of picnic baskets. Okay, Winnie the Pooh. Tragically diabetic. Uh, Baloo from the Jungle Book. Oh, the one that kidnapped and indoctrinated a minor? All right, enough. I didn't come here to argue with you. I came here to warn you that there's a... Well, that is bad news. Good afternoon, sir or madam. I'm wondering if you're in the market for a washing machine today. Oh, you know, as a matter of fact, I might be. Our machine's on the fritz again and I think it's time to pack it in. Then have I got a doozy of an offer for you. Can I come inside? Yes, of course. I'll take that as a yes. Now, is this your current washing machine? No, that one's decorative. Our current one's over here. Ah, I see. Well, this won't do at all. Look at this hunk of junk. British Washers Incorporated. What is that? Japanese? Foreign-made junk? Exactly. Listen, I've got a washing machine I can sell to you right now. And, excluding all the components and assembly, it's 100% British made. 50 quid, lightly used, slightly possessed by a demon. It's a real steal. Well, that's affordable. What was it about a demon? Oh, nothing to worry about. Well, is it dangerous? Well, it depends on how you define dangerous. Will it kill you? One day. Will it kill your family? Yes, it will. Will it first drive you to madness and despair and force you to watch everything you hold dear wither and die? Again, yes. And it's only £50? Yep, it's a bargain. You've got yourself a deal. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. Hey, while we're at it, you're in the market for a fridge. Is the fridge also possessed by a demon? No, 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 no. But it had a dead dog in it when I found it. We washed it out, of course. But then we put the fridge in our warehouse and two days later, a local woman reported her son missing. The fridge was in our warehouse, all the doors to which were locked, no broken windows or anything. But the kid was in it, dead. A smart kid, apparently. His mother said he'd no more play in an empty fridge than he'd take a ride with a strange man. Well... He did. Police wrote it off. Case closed. But the next day, I go to clean it up. I find six dead birds inside. And the door closed on my arm when I was trying to brush them out. Gave me a heck of a jump. I think I'll just stick with the washing machine. Hey, the devil you know, right? And I can always get it exercise. <laughs> you can try. We sure did. You know Father Callahan over at St James? Sure. Well, he's dead now. Don't worry, we clean the washing machine after. <laughs> oh, well, and here comes your washing machine now, levitating on in all by itself. I tell you, that thing grows more and more powerful by the day. You won't regret it, probably. Bye now. <sighs> hey. I hear you're down 50 bucks.
Maybe we can make some kind of a deal. A talking washing machine! Hello and welcome to What's That Taste? The program that takes the refined art of food criticism, combines it with new groundbreaking technology, and turns it into yet another game show that TV studios can shove out at 4pm. I'm your presenter, Will Osmonton, and here are the contestants! I'm Tess, I'm from Shropshire, England, and I'm 34 years old. I'm Ant, I'm from New Edinburgh, Mars, and I'm 28 years old. I was meant to say that, but that's no worry. Let's play What's That Taste? So, each of you should be getting your neural chips implanted. These will link your sensations to mine. Now it's your job to guess what I've just tasted. Round one. Is this a cupcake or a mint? Mint. That's right. Question two. Am I tasting a plum or an egg? Ah, <sighs> egg. Correct. You could probably tell because I hadn't taken the shell off. Final round. Is this a peanut or a breadstick? Wait, I'm allergic to peanuts. Glad you told us that. Okay, is this a breadstick or a breadstick? It is. And that's the correct answer. And with that, Ant is our winner. And you get to choose your prize. Do you either want to have your neural chip kept in? So your sensations will be my sensations forever. We will learn to truly empathize with each other. Maybe we'll even discover that we have been the soulmates we've been looking for all along. Or we have a wine-themed holiday around the vineyards of Jupiter, provided to us by LastMinute.com. I think I'll take the wine holiday. Oh, what a coincidence. That's what everyone chooses. So from me and today's contestants, Tess and Ant- Oh, I get it now, that's clever! <clears throat> It's goodbye. Do you find it hard keeping up with today's dating standards? Does finding a fitting suitor prove difficult for you? And are you tired of hunting down woolly mammoths just to find that your crush has been brutally mauled to death by a pack of wolves? Well then, Flinter might just be for you. The world's very first dating app for cavemen and women. Flinter is an incredible app. Utilising innovative mate-finding technology, Flinter shows you sexy, unbludgeoned singles in your area. Just click on any of the detected profiles and you're off. With easy-to-create profile bios, it has never been simpler to share your preferences with others. For instance, take a listen to one of our many satisfied customers. <laughs> Looking for a rough Tom Hardy type, a strong jawline and a unibrow is a must. Though I don't mind myself a Fred Flintstone type, so long as we can yabba dabba do it all night long. One of my big no-nos, do not tear out my flesh in the middle of the night for warmth. I don't care if you're doing it to survive the oncoming ice age, a girl's gotta have standards, LOL. But, what do the boys have to say about it? Oh, 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 <clears throat> please have sex with me. See? At Flinter, it's effortless to find what you're looking for. And with our brand new audio clip upload feature, personalising your bio has never been so fun. Let's take a listen to a recently uploaded clip. 
Isn't that just beautiful? Listen, love can be hard, and we're all looking for that special someone to concuss and drag by the hair into a nearby cave. So, why wait? Join Flinter today, where Stone Age is just a number. Come on, Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force E! We've got to get to the high school before... Oh no! Super Rangers, we're too late! The nefarious and clock-themed Clockamus Clock is already here at the high school! Ranger Yellow is right! Look, Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z! That's right! I'm looking, Ranger Red! Great job, Ranger Green! That's right! Super Wait, where Ranger Red? Right there, Ranger Blue, the big clock-themed guy! Good lord! <laughs> oh, I see him now. Thanks, Ranger Pink. That's right. Great job, Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z. We've identified our foe. Jesus Christ. That's right, Super Force Ultra. Wait, who? You're too late. I, the nefarious and clock feet Clockamus Clock, am already here at the high school. <laughs> Soon, I shall use my nefarious clock-themed powers to rain death and clock-themed carnage on your fellow high schoolers. <laughs> Perhaps I shall turn them into clocks or something. Will the clocks also be clock-themed? Yes, by the inherent nature of their being. Wait, were you taking the piss, Super Force Ultra Rangers Z Rangers Z? We wouldn't dream of it, clock of us clock! The Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z take your threat way too seriously! I was actually being sarcastic, Ranger Red, but okay. Your tomfoolery will be your demise, Super Ultra Ranger Force Ranger Force Z, when I unleash my clock-themed powers using the power of this amulet, which is reminiscent of a clock. What's the time, Ranger 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 Force? It's ten past three in the afternoon. Ah! His clock-themed powers are too strong! It's like being punched by a thousand clocks! We've only got one hope. Super Ultra Force Force Force. If we combine our strength and friendship to form the Super Force Ultra Laser Mega Laser... Okay, Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force E! I've had an idea! Me, Ranger Red! Let's combine our strength and friendship to form the Super Force Ultra Laser Mega Laser! Ranger Red is right! Ranger Red is smart, especially in comparison to that moron Ranger Blue. Super Force Ultra Laser Mega Laser Ladies! No! Why would my clock theme powers fail me at this critical juncture? Because clocks, like most nouns and even many adjectives, will always fall before the power of strength and friendship. Clockamus clock. Especially when it comes in the form of a big laser! But wait! Rather than kill me, it appears the big laser is in fact arbitrarily increasing my power. What clock theme luck? Oh no! Clock of us clocks growing larger! Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z! Oh no! This happens every time we use the Super Force Ultra Laser Mega Laser Super Pals or whatever. We should really stop doing it! It was Ranger Blue's idea! 
What time is it? It's the time when I'm 60 feet tall o'clock. What clock themed horrors will I inflict on the world now that I'm both big and clock themed? Perhaps I shall turn it into a clock or something. Clockamus clock? More like cockamus cock. <laughs> Way to go, Ranger Green. But now that we've undermined his clock-themed confidence with the power of our witty barbs, how will we stop him? What if we combine our strength and friendship to form the Mega Force Super Laser Ultra Laser? We literally just did that! He's 60 feet tall now! Idiot! Clock-a-doodle-doo, Super Force Ranger Force Ranger Force Z! Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z! Our only hope is to combine our strength and friendship to form the Ultra Force Mega Laser Super Laser! Now that's using the old noodle, Ranger Red! Ranger Blue sucks! Ultra Force Mega Laser Super Laser Lays! No! This time, Super Ranger Ranger Force Zebra Force Range, your laser has arbitrarily destroyed me instead of making me more powerful. How ironic. Good night, sweet clock themed prince. We've saved the day yet again, Super Force Ultra Rangers Mega Force Z. Mostly me, Ranger Red. But I couldn't have done it without you. Ranger Green, Ranger Yellow, and even you, Ranger Pink. Four best friends forever! Friendship! Friendship! Sure. But, but, but I... And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to know what else we're up to, remember to check out Comedy Sock on social media. We're at Comedy Sock basically everywhere. Uh, and keep your ears peeled for next term, where we'll have a load of very lovely opportunities for you, including auditions for our Dead Ducks Edinburgh Fringe show. Ooh. Now, uh, if you enjoyed the show, why not let us know by buying a Comedy Society membership? It's just £5, and it gets you all sorts of discounts and goodies when we're allowed to do shows again, and you'd be doing us a massive favour. So if that's something you can afford right now, uh, that would be really helping us out, and we'll love you. Forever. Uh, now though, all that's left for me to do is read out the names of all the lovely people who worked on this show. There's loads of them. So, wish me luck and have a lovely festive season. Bye! The Fresh Sketch Show 2020 is your comedy sock production starring Alex Chase, Gordon Davids, Will Osborne, Harrison Singh, and Tegan Stewart, directed by Emily Bronte. Written by Variety Best, Alex Chase, Geo Craig, James Harvey, Lewis Engel, Pierre Lewis, Will Osborne, Will Poulain, Charlotte Shield Johnson, Harrison Singh, Is Smith, Robert Smith, and Leah Thomas. Edited by Harry Cole and James Harvey, with music by Emily Bronte and effects from various sources. 